Hello, welcome back to China Manufacturing Decoded from the Sophist Group. Adrian, back here again this week with Renault. Renault's with me. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, Renault. I'm good. How, how are you doing? I enjoyed your episode with Gianmarco last week. I think that was quite interesting because it's it's kind of from a perspective that we don't always cover that much because he's, of course, very much in the e-commerce side of things. But many people who are manufacturing in Asia, they are then going and selling yeah. on e-commerce. Yes, of course, of course. I mean, nothing specific for you know e-commerce sellers actually. Uh, anything mm. we discussed. Can also be applied one way or another to to you know companies that yeah. sell maybe to big box stores or, or whatever. But mm. um, it, it was the perspective of the the buyer side, right? So that that's interesting. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So another another good guest, and we'll keep getting on interesting guests as we go along. This is、um, episode one eight one, and today's a topic that I think is really important, and that is product designs that you're going to send to a Chinese manufacturer. Need to be mature, right? And that's the interesting word here. So, when we talk about mature product designs, as a, just a quick introduction to this topic, what are we talking about? Well, a manufacturer wants to have a product that's ready to industrialize, right? Maybe the the product has already been running. It's already been in production、uh, with another,、um, you know, another manufacturer, and it, like there's a transfer, right? So they can they can pick it up. Okay, it's been made. Okay, they can look at it. And say, okay, we know how to make that like this, and we know what, what where to procure this part and that part and so on, right?、Mm-hmm. If it's a totally new product, well. It's never been manufactured, and there's nothing quite like it. There's certain parts of the product that are quite unique. The manufacturer knows there's a, you know, a certain amount of uncertainty. However, if you come to a manufacturer with how to say half baked or not even baked at all kind of product design, they're not going to take it very seriously, right? They're going to think, what you know, there's still a lot of things here that are unclear. How does this work? And this work and that works. I mean, if they haven't even got these kinds of details right, what kind of surprises are in store? Right.、Mm-hmm. So, if you, if you go, if you go to typical、uh, component suppliers and you send them、uh, certain parts that you know, and, and and the drawings, maybe the drawings are like sketches, you know,、mm-hmm. or something like. Not even in CAD, but、uh, hand sketches or something. They will be like, okay, but there's a lot of information missing here. This is not a serious project, and they're not even going to waste time quoting on it.、Right? I mean, in their mind, it's a waste of time.、Uh, they're just going to skip it, right? Except if you are a,、uh, a very big and famous company, or there's a very special, you know, story behind it. Now, if you go to a、um, A company that、uh, does manufacturing, but also helps you with the product development. Okay, there are some of them. I mean, and we do that.、Uh, still, there's a certain sort of baseline that you need to to hit, right? And that,、uh, that's the topic of today, right? If you don't hit、yeah. that baseline, the product is just not 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 mature enough. You got to work on it. In your country, or, or you know, on your side, basically with your team, which might be a 
one or two, you know, maybe an industrial designer and a uh, maybe a, an electronic uh, engineer, maybe a mechanical engineer, you know, maybe a firmware engineer, start to put together some kind of proof of concept and so on. When I say on your side, I mean, you might find them on Upwork, you might find them in your city, you might find them in, in a design house that does all of this for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually that's the best way if you want to go fast. But don't go to a manufacturer with, you know, sort of a, what do you say, a, a sketch on a napkin, right? That is definitely too immature. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Th- that sounds very helpful. So this is where you need to be before you should proceed and i mean that there's there's no better advice than that right so in terms of when we start a manufacturing project we have our own visualization mm-hmm. of a new product introduction process it's 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 mm-hmm. ours it's 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 how we see it and it basically has sort of six milestones and you said before that in some cases, these might get skipped or maybe they're sort of glossed over and not enough attention is paid as we go through the new product introduction process. And that's a key, that's a key point here, isn't it? About not ignoring important processes when we're starting oh. a project. Right, right. So. I mean, different companies have different ways of cutting it, right? We have six phases. That, there's more milestones than that, but let's say six big yeah, phases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever you call it, but you need to have in mind, at least you're doing you're doing product development. Okay, well, there's at least keep some milestones in mind. Yeah, Like, have you documented the product requirements, you know, at a high level and then maybe more into the details? Have you identified you know, the key components and which ones will have to be uh, custom designed. Have you already started to think of the materials, the technologies, the, the surface finishing, these kinds of things, the tolerances that, you know, where, where there might have to be some kind of uh, tight tolerances. Uh, some of the, the challenges that come with the design, you need to think of all that um, in a, uh, what we would call a feasibility study, right? And we mm. discussed this when was that? Two or three episodes ago? A couple of weeks ago, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and so you should refer to that, uh, that, that episode, because really, I mean, the whole feasibility study, the, the whole idea is to uh, reduce the, the risks and address the challenges and uh, reduce, you know, the, the unknowns and unknowns, unknowns. <laughs> and, <clears throat> and, and overall, all of that is necessary to make the product design more mature. More mature mm-hmm. simply means uh, closer to being ready to be industrialized, right? Mm-hmm. Then when, when, when you're like in, in the thick of things, of the design phases, the engineering design, and you're designing, for example, this, I don't know, for example, the, the enclosure, let's say there's enclosure in plastic or in aluminum. Well, you know, at one point you have to put it in uh, CAD, right? Computer edit design uh, software. And then, well, at one point it's it's good enough, even maybe without the tolerances, without the color material and finishes, without all this information, maybe it's fine if you work with a relatively mm. uh, mature and sophisticated kind of uh, supplier that will help you do some of that work, right? They will take it at one point and 
and then uh, they will help you flesh it out. Now, in most cases, if you go to uh, work with Chinese manufacturers, it's not enough. It's not enough, right? They will mm. look at it again, as I mentioned. They will be like, "Wow, what is this? It's not, you know, it's not clear. I'm not even sure. I mean, is is it going to be like? Is it going to be white, black, uh, glossy? Is it going to be stainless steel? Is it going to be carbon steel? Is it going to be aluminum? Is it, you know, what are the tolerances needed? What, what are the critical to quality points? Like, there's so many questions. They don't want to waste their time clarifying all this and and uh, spending time because their business model is not to sell hours of uh, engineering and design work. Their mm. business model is just to produce. So they need something that's already ready to go, right? So with the ready to go, like must be ready to go. With these kinds of suppliers, you must have completed the product design, okay? It's got to have been uh, prototyped, uh, probably several iterations, you know, if it's not a very, very simple product. Um Need to have been maybe uh, user tested, performance tested, reliability and durability tested, right? You 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 got to have validated the, the the product design is is okay, is sound, is ready to go into production, um, and and um, so you need you need to know where you are at in terms of milestones. You need to know what supplier you're going to to talk to now. Uh, what happens very often is that some companies will contact us and we we'll look at it. Okay, if it's like a sketch in a napkin and and mm. they haven't worked with a, a professional designer or engineer, they, they they haven't done anything. Usually, with this, sorry guys, you know it's a bit too early. Maybe you need to um you need to involve some uh, maybe an industrial designer and you need to involve this kind of. Uh, engineer and first maybe you need to document give them a brief and everything like do all this then come back to us right mm. now if they come to us and it's it's so obvious okay there's been some engineering work on this and they have documented more or less you know documented what what is necessary and so on okay that that's good then if we see that it's a good fit for us we'll, we'll review this and and typically will help them by getting feedback from specialized component and material suppliers, right? So for example, they say, oh, I don't know, we need to have that kind of uh, ceramic uh, part here and it needs to be able to withstand that kind of stress and, and, mm. and so on and so forth. All right, well, we are going to reach out to some ceramic suppliers and we're going to keep it very simple for for them just give them a little bit of the context. They don't need to know the whole product. They don't need to know, you know, what it is, what it's going to do, and where it's going to be sold, and how much it's going to be sold, and so on. They don't need to know all that. But they need to know, hey, uh, it's going to be a part roughly that shape and that size. And is it? And and these are the requirements. Does, does this even sound feasible to you? And then we 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 get some. Um, some of them will comment on it and 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 give some feedback and so on, right? Uh, mm. Some of the suppliers would be more willing to to provide feedback, even though there's no clear and direct way to to them getting business. But also, we'll need to get to to give them an idea. Uh, you know, the first order would be a thousand pieces, and then after that, it's going to be two thousand pieces, and then five thousand pieces, and then the projected yearly quantity is going to be ten thousand pieces for for year two. You know. This is quite important 
to get their ear. Otherwise, if there's zero business interest, why would they, you know, spend time, or waste time, as they usually think, on uh, on that? They have yeah. better f- fish to fry, right? So sure. it doesn't all have to be completely. Um, the full engineering design work doesn't have to be completed, but the the way to approach the suppliers to get certain types of um, early indications of feasibility, of challenges, of price, it has to be done in a certain way. Typically, the American, Australian, Canadian, you know, English, whatever uh, person who has started to work on a, a new product uh, design and directly contacts Chinese suppliers and say, hey, uh, this this is the, the, the sketch and napkin. And, you know, <laughs> suppliers are just not going to take them seriously uh, in, in mm-hmm. China. Most of the time, they're going to be like, well, what is this? I mean, yeah, they, they, we get 100 requests a day. You know, and, and really, if they are prominently displayed on Alibaba and these types of directories, they might get 100 requests a day. Mm. And they have to eliminate two thirds of them right off the bat, right? Because they they can't sustain conversations with that many people. Mm. So if you want to be in the surviving thirty uh, percent and then in the surviving ten percent and so on, you you got to be uh, direct to the point. Show them there's some potential business and keep it simple. Keep the requests kind of simple for some feedback, right? Yeah, then later when, when there are CAD designs, CAD drawings that are more advanced, more mature, then you can show it to them and and then they will see, okay, that's really something. Like an engineer really uh, did work on that. And they might, yeah, provide feedback on it because providing feedback allows them to align. Mm-hmm. This is our capabilities. This is what we can do. And uh, and this is the, the product design that the, the customer wants. Let's align it so that you know that that that's how to get uh, manufacturing orders, right? That mm-hmm. makes sense. So, basically, to summarize, know where you are in terms of the the must do kind of milestones in the product development. I'm not even mm-hmm. talking about going into tooling and and pre production preparations, pilot runs, and so on. This is you know we're really just talking about the first three phases, uh, the first half, right, of of the work. Which is really getting to a final prototype mm. and 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 final um, uh, CAD drawings, right? So, so ju- ju- just to recap those, we start with specifications, then we go to feasibility study, and then we go to prototyping. Those are the first three phases as we categorize them. Right, Pro- prototyping, yeah, and all the engineering design behind it, right? The prototypes mm. are just the tangible manifestations of that product design in a way yeah. that can be uh, presented to users from feedback, uh, tested for performance, tested for, reli- for yeah, reliability, durability, mm. in some cases, sort of pre-tested for compliance or certifications, at least to know, uh, for example, for um, electromagnetic compatibility for, for you know, if there's, there's electronics to, to see if, um, if it's, likely to uh, have an impact on other electronic products or also if other electronic products are, are likely to have an impact on it, you know, if it's too vulnerable. Mm. These kind of things, it's possible to do some early tests to have an idea before going too far 
and then having to do a U-turn, which you know wastes a lot of time if it's later in the in the design stage. But anyway, so yes, uh, we're just talking about the, um, the the product design here before thinking about the process design. Yeah, yeah, okay. At the moment, you, you've made the point that you need your manufacturer in China or, or I guess in other countries as well, of course, to be interested in your project. They need to see that you are mm. credible, that you are prepared, mm. that this this mm. product that you are trying to get manufactured has legs. But what about if somebody does take the job when you don't have mature designs? I mean, is there a risk that some somebody maybe that's not a good manufacturer would say, yeah, we'll give it a go, and then you end up just throwing good money after bad on it? <laughs> yeah, so the risk, especially in China, is that you get in contact with some suppliers that are overly you know, optimistic and I would say aggressive, like, yeah, yeah, okay, it's no problem, we can do it, which is uh, the typical Chinese, you know, reflex action. It's a question, hey, can you do it? You want to do it? You will say yes, 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 right? You have a doubt? Yes. (laughs) But you will Mm. still say yes. Can you do it? Yes, like with confidence, right? Because this is... I mean, historically in China over the past 40 years, the companies that have been saying, yes, we can do it, and then launching themselves aggressively with all their resources, with a short-term burst of energy, these are the Mm. ones that came on top, okay? Mm. So, I mean, they observe and then they they, they see, okay, well, uh, that's how to make a sale, right? That's how to do it. But the problem with these people is that they don't think of feasibility. They go straight into it. They run into problems. They try and they try and they still run into problems. And they then they really understand it hits them. You know, oh, this product design is maybe not as simple and straightforward as we thought. And our previous experiences only carry us so far. Ah, oh, well, we never get out of this. So, okay, drop it, right? So on their mm-hmm. side, the wasted engineering and sourcing kind of resources. On 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 your side, you wasted three months or six months of working with one supplier and getting nowhere, just discovering mm-hmm. ways that don't work, right? Just because it was not a structured approach. So yeah, yeah, this is actually quite common. Okay, good, good, good tip there. Then, so when we talk about immature product designs, then. Are there some red flags that you can suggest to everybody that will sort of give you a hint that, uh oh, I think where I am, I'm not, I'm not at a mature stage enough to go out to manufacturers. Right, right. Well, one is what I mentioned before, sort of the sketch yeah. on a napkin, right? Some people, uh, some people don't like. I mean, you gotta work with a designer, an engineer to start to design it, to start to put it in computer design software, you know, CAD design, to have some drawings and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it really looks like you came up with the idea five minutes ago, right? And mm-hmm. some people have uh, 10 ideas per day, right? But, and most of them, 90, uh, 95% or 99% of them 
99% of them are, are bad. So mm. I, I don't want to hear your latest idea, right? I want to see something that you've been you've been working on for some time and, and chewing on and getting feedback yeah. from other people on, right? And, and there's got to be like a team that worked on it, not just ideally not just one person in, in, in their corner because a, a team with different perspectives will tend to surface some, some issues and ideas and make it much better, right? So uh, that's that's one. Also, yeah, another one uh, is that maybe you worked with an industrial designer to make it look good, right? You say, okay, I need to show it to people. I need to make it look good. I need some uh, some renderings that make it look really nice. Okay, so that's that's um, that's a plus. Obviously, it does clarify a lot of things. Mm. However. Sometimes we look at it and we're like, oh, you know, this is sometimes it's not an industrial design, it's just a concept design. Meaning that you look at it and you think, how in the hell, you know, is this going to be manufactured? Like, there's no clear path to manufacturing. In some cases, yeah, the most common mistake that they will think of um, uh, plastic enclosure and then they will, they will not ask themselves, how is this going to be made? And we say, well, I mean, what is this? Plastic injection molding? There's no way to make it in that um, <laughs> that, that shape, right? Or what, blow molding with this? Oh, forget it. Uh, what else, right? And then they say, oh, we, um, but we put it together. But how? 3D printing, right? But you're not going to be 3D printing it thousands of times. Very expensive, very slow, and very brittle also doesn't work for mass production right mm. oh okay but this is also another one uh, or, or sometimes it is an industrial design so that's better okay but there's a lot of things that are not there you know so you skipped the description of the the features of the product the requirements for a product what is it supposed to do oh uh, not sure you know it's not there there's no brief okay uh, what are the mm. key components uh, the critical components. Oh, uh, yeah, not really sure how we'll do this or whatever. This is just the look of the product, you know. <laughs> but how does it work? Oh, yeah, not not so clear. Right? So that 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 is a red flag. If they don't know exactly how it works, they have not spent much time really thinking about it. That is a really huge red flag, actually. Sometimes it's just parts, but it's not clear how they're connected together or work together, right? Uh, very typical sometimes after industrial design. So you need a structural engineer or mechanical engineer to work on it and actually show exactly how how it's all working together, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I could go on and on, but th these are cool. some issues. Sometimes they also ask, okay, what have you done some market research? Who's going to use it? Who's going to buy it? And they're like, well, right now I'm kind of scratching my own itch, and uh, you know, I'm I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's going to work very good, but you know, my uncle said okay. he thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So how are you going to know? You're going to go into mass production with? And then maybe they say, oh, I put it on Kickstarter. But like, mm. yeah, okay, but to put it on Kickstarter, you need to still have some kind of user in mind. I mean, what what kind of situations are you going to show in the the photos and the videos? What mm -hmm. um, who, who are you kind of going to talk to? Like you know, web you know, like tech savvy people in New York City, or you know, what kind of people are you going to target? And then how are you going to draw traffic to the Kickstarter page in in uh, 
Facebook, Instagram, whatever, Google, anywhere. I mean, how are you going to do that? Who are you going to target? You know, you you have no idea. Well, that's a huge problem. Also, you don't mm. know how they're going to use it. So you can't plan for the product performance, product reliability and durability. You, you, can't, you can't really think and plan for all that. That is a huge red flag. Okay. And Chinese factories often will not ask for this. Um, but I, w- w- when I ask and I, I, I hear these kind of things, it's like, wow, that is no good. That is really a big, a big missing uh, block here in the project. Right. And sometimes they think of something and they start to go into design and say, oh, here it is. And I'm like, but wait a minute. Last year at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, I, I saw at least five companies doing that. Right. How are you going to differentiate yourself? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, what, 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 what? Which one? Which one? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's an issue. Right. Or, or they go into, I don't know, like cables, chargers, these kinds of categories where you have a thousand different uh, Chinese ODM suppliers competing for it. Uh, you know, how, how are you going to compete against all these companies? It, it yeah. better be very highly um, differentiated. Otherwise, how's it going to work? Uh, mm-hmm. Especially if they say, well, we're going to compete on price and we're going to make high volumes and everything. Well, you're not going to win that battle against no. a thousand ODM Chinese suppliers. There's no way you'll be cheaper than them. Yeah. Uh, so these are typical red flags, yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. basically, <laughs> to summarize, you need to, to do a certain amount of work on your side, you know, set up a team, even if it's just freelancers and, and so on, and have some advisors, you know, get your product concept to a certain level of maturity before you start contacting uh, people, right? They, mm. If you need some support, if you need, you know, a sounding board and so on, there are, there are communities for that out there. For example, for mm-hmm. electronic products, uh, sometimes I send people to the, um, what is it called? The Hardware Academy. Hardware right, Academy yeah. by John Thiel, right? They they will support you. They will give you some feedback. Uh, they will give you some pointers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of people out there in that community that that are just starting, right? And that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly fine to be starting and get some, you know, look for feedback and advice. But don't go, don't go to China at that stage. Right? <laughs> if you really have a a unique mm-hmm. product. There's a lot of steps, and going to China is not among the first mm-hmm. steps. Mm-hmm. So once again, when we refer back to the new product introduction process, it's a case of just take a second to stop, take a second to seriously go into detail in those early phases to make sure mm-hmm. that your that that the project is it's built on a solid foundation. I think that's what you're basically talking about today, isn't it? So and and mm-hmm. and that makes a lot of sense. And I know with inventors, it can be exciting and they're rushing to try and, you know, speed through it and get the product realized, get it, get it even Mm. to market. And I get that. I I do get it. But, you know, you've seen it. We've all seen it time and time again where mistakes made early on. uh, It just leads into either a failed project or even, you know, a financial disaster. So and not only for inventors, Mm. even for larger businesses, but. But yeah, I mean, that's really good advice today. Um, so yeah, I hope the listeners are uh, 
are, are thinking, yep, that, those are, I've got to avoid those red flags with my products. We've referred mm-hmm. to some different uh, content today and the Hardware Academy as well. I'll put the links to those in the show notes for everybody. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, I think that was a good one. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope listeners are, are taking um, taking stock of this advice in case they're yeah. developing a new product or maybe thinking of doing that. That's it. That's what it's all about. Thanks, Renaud. All right. Thanks, Adrian. And uh, well, thanks, everybody. And you'll hear from us next week as usual. Thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Sophie's Group. We're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in Asia, including inspections, auditing, new product development support, contract manufacturing, 3PL warehousing and fulfillment, and much, much more across Asia's key manufacturing areas. Visit us at sofeast.com, that's S-O-F-E-A-S-T dot com, to learn more and get help. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do rate, review and share because it will really help others discover us too.